Welcome back, guys. You're listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. We're about to get into our Bible study of the day, which means that this is the 20 million movement, 20 million people all studying the same passage of the Bible at the same time. Before we do, I just did want to tell you about something that I have sitting on my desk right here, which I think is just unbelievably cool. So this is a New King James Bible Youth Edition. Now, I've seen a lot of different youth editions out there. But this one's just the coolest of them all. Why is that? Uh, okay. We need the details, Lyle. All right. So um, you've got a collection of, say, for instance, at the beginning, youth Bible topics with all kinds of references where you can, you know, and this, this is the first Bible I've ever come across that just kind of doesn't hold back on anything. Oh, interesting. Like okay. any question you ask, it's just like, yeah, ask the question and I'll have an answer for it. That's cool. Mm. Often Bibles in the past, Christians have been kind of reserved about a lot of issues that young people face. Mm. And this particular one, so it's got, it's got, okay, so let me see. What have I got here? I've got a list of uh, Bible studies and topics in the past. Um, anything, I've got incest listed here. I've got mission-mindedness. I've got studying. I've got... Um, euthanasia. I mean, seriously, this gets into everything. Okay, there's um, all the way through it. You get uh, Bible study helps. You get, um, you know, it's just some nice pictures and and basically memes and stuff, that kind of thing. (laughs) Um, There's introductions to lots of the books and the chapters. Um, Little sections like here we've got in Exodus chapter 2, qualities and habits I want to develop. With a Bible study about Jochebed. Wow. Have you ever done a Bible study? I mean, <laughs> random stuff. It is, it is amazing. Okay. Okay. You flick over to the end of this. And uh, let me just see. I'll go down to the end here. Um, and there is just pages and pages of, um, you know, rescuing the truth. What is the world changer? Uh, charts and maps. Bible reading plans. And any good Bible has amazing maps in it. This Bible has, there's just like loads of stuff here. Hmm. I mean, pictures of the furniture of the sanctuary. Daniel 2 statue. What have we got here? Measurements and weights in the Bible. Uh, 1260-year prophecy. Whoa. That's so good. Yeah, that's, oh man, some of the history here. So much cool history. All of those things are things that you sort of need a picture Right? Bible, co- yeah, yeah, that's right. Bible coins. Okay, maps, 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 <laughs> maps. More maps. The best maps of Bible maps I've ever seen. Just amazing. And then all the way through it, you can kind of flick to any page, and there's all these QR codes. Uh, there's these different sections. You know, more than just an opinion, uh, which is a section that you'll often see coming up. So, but there'll be QR codes. Let me find one of these QR codes. Uh, where are we? Jeremiah 31. Um, a QR code, of course, is one of those little square things that you you know, you know use on your mobile phone and it just takes you to straight to an answer. Habits that make a difference in my life. This is uh, Jeremiah 31. QR code. When life gets rough and I need to deal with sexual abuse. Oh. Um, you know. That's, that's, just, a, that's a huge thing that it's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is massive. This is massive. All right. 
Um, how to contain, how to take control of your health. So let's let's. Uh, this is from Jeremiah chapter thirty-three. It's a QR code. We're going to look it up real quick and just see what it says. So we'll we'll click on this one and see what kind of a uh, Bible study it comes up with. So these guys they are holding back on. It's kind of like any subject that any young per- person. Mm. And I've got to say. I study the Bible with a lot of people. There are a lot of people out there who just, you know, other than young people, I'd love to have this Bible for myself. Um, there are a lot of people out there who have a lot to say, uh, have a lot of these same questions. I, I think this is actually, is it called the youth edition? No, that sounds like an everyone edition. This, That's I, awesome. Man, this is, this is like the best study Bible I've ever seen. Okay. Uh, what have we got there for... Uh, the uh, what was it? One about health. How to take control of your health. It's a really quick uh, little little spiel. It's got uh, living on Earth. We are blessed to have God's written instructions for how to live a physically healthy life. The Bible covers key topics like personal hygiene, proper diet, and the connection between emotional and physical health. So it's that's like the that's the first paragraph, the introduction. It then goes and has um, a couple of dot points, two key takeaways, um, and and reasons that God wants us to be physically healthy. And it's it's it. This is very 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 cool. Hmm. So it is. It, yeah. Okay. Let's looking through the um, the list of. Okay. There's a there's a there's a, there's a bunch of contributors here. Um, I'm I'm seeing some names I recognise like Ty Gibson, uh, Gary Blanchard. A bunch of names I don't recognise. Uh, <laughs> I think I think those are the only two that I do recognise. Um, but yeah, just just okay. Oh, consulting editors is Clifford Goldstein. I see his name there. Um, mm. yeah. So anyway, the long and short of it is, this is really amazing. I'm just super impressed with it. So, uh, if you'd like to get a copy of this, it's a it's a, a it's a youth youth Bible, youth holy Bible, New King James Version. Um, it's nice leather. It smells nice. Oh. Always a plus when the Bible that smells That is a plus. Nice. That is a plus. And um, I just head over to an ABC Adventist bookshop or a Better Books and Foods. You know what? One day I'm going to need a new Bible. I'm very reluctantly not wanting to get <laughs> a new Bible. Yes. But hey, that's a good option. It's that pretty good. It's really pretty good. good. Here, check it out. Check it out. I'll pass it over. Oh, brilliant. Have a flick through that and see what you reckon because, I mean, this thing's been out for a couple of years. I've just never seen it before. No, neither. Wow. And this is the first time I've actually had a chance to uh, have a squeeze and go through it. And it's just amazing. So I just wanted to let you know all, all know about that. That's um, They're not cheap. What's the price tag on that one there, uh, Minnie? Mm. Ooh, $64.95. Yeah, but then for a Bible, really. For all of that. and like, Yeah, that's it's actually not bad. That is not bad. <laughs> that's not terrible at all. Um, I mean, again, so. we say that. As people in a country where we can afford Bibles, you know, That's there right. is a bit of a like. But you know, content. you can easily spend one hundred and twenty dollars on a Bible. Yeah. Easily, Absolutely. if you're going to get a Bible that's going to last and it's going to hold together and it's going to uh, have longevity to it, you can easily spend one hundred and twenty dollars on a Bible. You can spend, you know, two hundred fifty, five hundred dollars on a Bible. You can get one of those fancy Cambridge Bibles that has a lifetime warranty on it. They're pretty cool. Um, oh. 
<clears throat> I'm just digging these pitches, like the sanctuary pitches. That's so helpful for me because I find when I've tried to do Bible studies with people before, I'm not an artist. Love art, not an artist. <laughs> and the sanctuary, like with all the different things, it's one of those things that it's actually nice to have in your head or even just for devotions when they're like, God's giving the directions of, you know, make this with the this. And you're like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> and oh, oh, I like So for this. giving Bible studies, the secret many is stick men. Stickmen, yes. Stickmen. You, you can do all kinds of uh, illustrations using stickmen. Um, you know, you can do a great Daniel 2 stickmen. Actually, you know what I have? Oh, people won't be able to see it, but I have in my Daniel a picture of the statue, which I keep with me so that I can take it from person to person. Oh, yes. Just because it's just helpful to have. Ah, where's my Daniel gone? Just because it's really helpful to have a little uh, that's cool. picture of a statue in Daniel as my bookmark, and then they can have a little look and they take it with me. Oh, I can give it to them, but mostly I take it with me so I don't have to get another one. Yep, because it's a great place to uh, start a conversation about the Bible. Absolutely. And it's, um, <clears throat> yeah, kind of one of those uh, fail-safes that's been used by Christians for centuries now as a good place to start a conversation about the Bible. So, But, yeah, if you've got one of these youth study Bibles, it's all right there. You don't mm. have to, um, you know, it's an easy-to-find spot. You can flick straight to it. It's in the back of the book. And uh, you don't have to carry a postcard with you. You just... Uh, just have it right there. Flick it open and away you go. So I think this is super cool. All right. So uh, let's get into our Bible study today. Oh, this is a cool one. We have we are going to be particularly um, <clears throat> we're going to be particularly looking at uh, the differences between um, you know different uh, individuals that Jesus mm. chose to be followers of him and why God loves diversity. One of our listeners has actually texted through to say, "What's your life worth?" What's the what? What's your life worth? You know, 120 bucks? Oh. <laughs> yeah, 120 bucks for a Bible? I like that. Seriously? Yeah, put in perspective. What's your life worth? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. You're going to skimp on a Bible? Yeah, well done you. That's, that's a good way of looking <laughs> it, it at is, that. It yeah. is because, I mean, seriously, you can get a Bible like this and it might last you for 10, 20 years. Mm. Um, and that's a well-used Bible. Uh, how long has that? How long have you had that one for, Minnie? Ooh. Nearly 10 years. Yeah, so, you know, and that's been a really, really, really hard-used Bible. Um, it's so, you know, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, groceries. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Okay, so, um, yeah, as I was just saying, you, can, you go and spend, how much do you spend when you buy groceries? I mean, you can easily spend 120 bucks for a week's groceries. It's true, unless you're me, and then I'm cheap. I'm just like rice and beans. I can do it, <laughs> but it's true. It's true. Like, yeah. And if you're, yeah, easy. Yeah. Very true. Just, 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 just buy a Bible already. This one's half of that price. It's only sixty some dollars. Um, anyway, we did get distracted talking about that because it is super cool. Mm-hmm. It is rare that I get distracted like that, but sometimes it is very, very worthwhile. All right, let's go to First Corinthians chapter twelve and verse twelve, please. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 12, please. Mini. Just this one verse? Just this one verse to start with. Let's do verse 13 as well. Oh, 12 and 13. Yeah, why not? For as the body is one and has members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greek, whether slave or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. Okay, so human beings are very diverse. Hmm. But the Holy Spirit is not diverse. Yes. And God loves diversity. How do you know that God loves diversity? Well, just the fact that he's made us. Like, I, I think if we're made in his image, we all have little, like, these little parts of him. that Not parts of him, but 
Yeah. I just think if God created Parts it, of us yeah, that are yeah, like him. Yeah. There we go. That's, <laughs> that's better. <laughs> Parts of us that are like him. Yeah. Okay. I just think it reflects something of the creator to look at what's created. All right. And so if we look at, at creation, mm. like for instance, human beings, uh, if you go to a city, you're going to see a lot of things that are uniform. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we build straight walls. Mm-hmm. We, we build square buildings, rectangular buildings. Mm-hmm. On occasion, we break free of that mold, but it's only on occasion. Mm. So if you drive through a suburb, you're going to find that a particular suburb will have a certain kind of house in it. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be all single-story houses or it'll be all double-story houses or it'll be all Macca's mansions or it'll be all <laughs> apartment blocks, you know, vertical uh, human filing cabinets. Mm. That's kind of how we are as humans. Mm. But God doesn't seem to ever make the same thing twice. Like never the same sunrise, sunset, never the same tree or the same stream system. You know, Do you know, like... Well, okay, maybe some animals look the same. I don't know. No, they like, don't. But, but you know they're, what I mean? There's every every single thing has it. You know, and people say, I don't know, but that, you know, every snowflake is like its own fingerprint because it's just, there's not more of the same. Like humans, God is just like, humans, yeah, let's, let's give all the options of. <laughs> humans all have different fingerprints. Absolutely. You know, why do we need different fingerprints? Mm-hmm. What's the purpose for that? What's the uh, what's the evolutionary reason if you're going to be an evolutionist for every single person to have a different fingerprint? Why wouldn't everybody just have the same fingerprint? Because it's going to work just as well for one person as the next. So just let's all have the same one already. Mm. Why does every tree that you look at, why is it different? You know, from an evolutionary perspective, wouldn't it be, okay, you find a good formula, stick with it? Mm. But God is just a master artist and he just has fun with it, I reckon. You know what's interesting is that straight lines, actually, um, they are wearying Mm. on the mind. Makes sense to me. When you think about that, when you think about that, Mm -hmm. straight lines actually weary the human brain. Mm. In other words, our brain is not designed to spend its time looking at straight lines. Mm. What do we build? (laughs) Lots of straight things. Everything with straight lines. What does nature build? Nothing. Nothing was straight. Where do you find straight lines in nature? They kind of just don't exist, do they? Yeah. You know, I can't think of anything. The rarest of occasions you'll find some straight lines in a rock formation. And when you do, it becomes a tourist attraction. Yes. Yes, that's true. You know? And, and, and people will go there. So, for instance, if you look at the, uh, what are they, the Dolomite Columns? Up near uh, Kingscliff, there where mm-hmm. you know, and they're all made out of straight lines, and so people go there to see mm-hmm. straight lines in nature. Mm-hmm. You go to the tessellated pavement on the Tasman Peninsula in Tasmania, and people go there to see straight lines in nature because, <laughs> like, wow, they're straight lines. Now, if human beings had made those things, You're just like, eh. no one would go and look at it because that's what we do all the time. But this is interesting, right? So, like, if we take this back to church and people and like this body that we're talking about. We as humans do seem to have this nature and tendency to like to make it conform, to like to make it, no, 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 we're going to do the same thing in the same way as we've always done. Or... You have to be just like us. If you are not just like me, you are not a Christian. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like there just seems to be this human nature, whereas I think God kind of is like, hold on a minute. <laughs> Let's just think about <laughs> who I am as opposed to who you are. <clears throat> and that will give us a bit of um, bit of direction to take that we don't otherwise have. Um yeah, I just think it's really interesting. I actually love that it talks about us being a body 
and not just you know how there are other verses that talk about us being the family of God. Yes, just having it as a body. That's that's a whole new deeper relationship. It is because every part of the body is valuable. Mm. There is no part of my body that mm-hmm. I, I have not praise God to this point <laughs> not lost lost any parts of my body. I still have all of my bits and pieces. Mm. But we really value each part of our body, don't we? You know, you lose Absolutely. an arm or if you lose a leg or something or other, um, an eye or an ear or mm-hmm. maybe all of the above, oh. it's devastating. It's devastating for yeah. a human being to go through that. You know, even lose a finger or a toe and it's like, oh, man, it's just like, wow, that's really, really, really devastating to deal with. Yeah. Uh, and I, it can cause you know major depression. I was gonna say I only broke my ankle a few years ago, and that was just something that would heal. Oh my days! It was like not full identity crisis, but it fully. <laughs> like, <laughs> the impact it had on me that I was like, I can't use the thing. I'm not like, what does this mean for me as a person? Like it was just, yeah. It wasn't even that I'd completely lost it, never to use again, but the way it affected my whole life and the rest of me, and the way the rest of your body has to learn to compensate and walk and balance and all those things you know it's just it's and look at the look at the diversity that you have when you look at you know the authors of the bible mm. because each one is going to give you a different picture of Jesus Christ yes now if we were not diverse as human beings we would only need one picture mm-hmm. and if the holy spirit had dictated the bible there'd only be one picture and there'd only be one style of writing Mm. Yet the Holy Spirit impresses human beings. He inspires human beings and under their inspiration they write the Bible. And so you can pick up one of the books of Moses, start reading without knowing what book it is, and after a little while you're going to go, yep, Moses was the author of this. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, pick up, pick up uh, Daniel chapter 4, which Nebuchadnezzar wrote, and it's like there's nothing like this anywhere else in the Bible. You know, this is a this is a, a testimony unlike anything I've ever seen. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Okay, so we we're just talking a moment ago about your Bible that has lasted ten years and is yes. falling apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have um, some research coming through here. Um, somebody's texted this through from Voice of the Martyrs. Do you know what the average lifespan of a Bible in China is? Uh, no. Three to five years. Bibles in China do not last longer than three to five years. Because they're so used and given to people, like shared out? Because they are so restricted, they are so hard to get, Hmm. and they are so shared and used and read by everyone, and Christians face so much persecution. Wow. Yeah. So so here is a a life goal for you as a listener. Yeah. This is your life goal. (laughs) We want to see you... Buy a quality Bible and wear it out in three years' time. Hey, there we go. That's the kind of challenge I like. (laughs) A Bible that is falling apart is owned by somebody who isn't. Mm. And it's it's true. It's Mm. true right there. Okay. Uh, We were talking about diversity. Yes, we were. And how God loves diversity and nature is diverse and human beings were designed to spend time in nature. That's where we relax. That's where we really feel like human beings. Um, And, you know, the reality is for any human, when they want to go on holiday and they want to go, you know, and relax somewhere, where do they go? Nature. Always. Where, where do people build resorts? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Islands, beach, Islands, somewhere, beaches, mountains, mountains, nature. Mm. 
Why is that? Because we were created to be in nature. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's think about the diversity amongst the disciples and then maybe we'll talk about diversity amongst the writers of the Gospels mm. and then we'll talk about diversity amongst the writers of the Epistles. Mm-hmm. And what you're going to find is that God chose, Jesus chose a very, very diverse group. And often we look at our own group and we go like, well, I'm the only group that's valid. Mm-hmm. You know, It's only people who think like uh-huh. me. Mm-hmm that are worthy of salvation or are going to find salvation because if you don't think like me, you're just an idiot. Mm. You know, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. It's just the reality. Mm-hmm. Just, just in case you didn't know. Because clearly I'm right and you're wrong. That's right. So That's when you get on board with what I'm not doing, then, then you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, you've got, you know, you look at the disciples. Let's, let's, let's look at, uh, okay, Peter. Let's start with Peter. Mm-hmm. We have to start with Peter, right? Mm-hmm. Great guy, great guy. The reason he pops up so much in the Bible is not because he was such a great disciple. Mm. You know, they got a couple of books from Peter in the Bible. But because he was kind of loud mouth, <laughs> in your face, uh, always had something to say, mm. usually said the wrong thing. Uh, said it confidently. but <laughs> Loads of confidence, not much skill. Mm. So Peter is, you know, he's the gregarious, you know. And so he's going to pop up more in the Bible than most other characters. Um, but then you've got Simon the Zealot. Let's think about Simon the yeah. Zealot. Well, let's think about what a zealot was. Um, the zealots were terrorist cells. Yes. I guess so he belonged, to, he belonged to your local friendly terrorist cell. Amazing. Right? Um, he was in rebellion against the Romans. And these were left-wing terrorist cells. Mm. These were these were your you know your activists. Mm. You know when you use the word activist, you never think right. You only ever think left. Yeah, <laughs> kind of funny. It's true. Thing no, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And so you know he's the kind of guy that carried a sword under his cloak, not openly. You know Jesus like, has we got any swords? Like yeah, we got two. He asked the question because he didn't know. Mm. Well, he did because he was God. But you know they weren't openly carrying. Mm. They were concealed carry. Um, so that's 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 um, you know Simon the Zealot. Uh, let me see. You got James and John. These guys are known in the Bible as the Sons of Thunder. Their parents were obviously dysfunctional. You've got uh, their mother coming to Jesus. It's like I want you to put these on your right hand and your left. Mm. Yeah, let's have some favoritism here. She's pretty bold, actually. Right, she's she's <laughs> she's not holding back. You've got Thomas. Who is depressed? Do you reckon? Absolutely. No question. You read through the story of Thomas, this guy was suffering from depression. I've never heard this before. Okay, go back and read the story of Thomas for yourself. Okay. Every time he opens his mouth, every single time Thomas opens his mouth, the guy is depressed. (laughs) Mm. Jesus is like, let's go to Jerusalem. It's like, yeah, okay. Well, you know what? We'll die with you. We may as well go with him because we can all die together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The guy is suffering from depression. Hmm. You know, and some people come to me like, you know, I'm suffering from depression. I can't really serve the Lord. Well, you know, uh, there was Thomas. Hmm. Did great things for God. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Who else have we got? Um, We've got Matthew, a tax collector. Okay, 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 okay. So if you've got, <laughs> think about this. You've got a left-wing mm-hmm. activist, member of Antifa, terrorist cell, you know, Simon the Zealot. 
And then you have someone who's working with the Romans. He is in bed with the Romans. Uh-huh. You cannot get more in bed with the Romans uh-huh. um, than Matthew the tax collector. He's the far right. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Matthew the tax collector. You know? Now, he's one of the weirdest ones of this entire group because when you think about it, you've got um, none of the disciples. No Jewish person is going to feel comfortable with this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, okay, Simon the Zealot's going to be on the extreme other side, but no Jewish person is even going to feel comfortable with this guy. Yes. And Je- Jesus is like, yeah, you need to be one of my disciples. Oh, I, this is what I love, is that we see Jesus institute this calling of, I'm going to call people who aren't necessarily going to get along. You know, like, uh-huh. how can we go, uh-huh. oh, we should only get along in church. I'm like, are you kidding? Yes. Jesus called people he had to know were blatantly going to struggle. That's right. And he's like, I'm going to work with you guys, you guys together with your differences and your things and your frustrations. How often do we in church get frustrated because everybody is not like us Mm. and we want to have that perfect church and so we whittle it down until there is just us. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way you're going to get a perfect church. Yeah. And then it's going to be very imperfect. 